Hello and welcome to another episode of Amasek and Archaeotech, a Horus Heresy podcast. Set in the Age of Darkness. Why thank you? Like we are in currently, because we are recording in the hallway. We sure are, the hallway of my flat. Um, why, dear listener, you may ask, because we thought it might be better for your ear holes. Yeah, hopefully the sound is better in here, maybe, we'll see. Yeah. So good luck. Also, it turns out like it's all for a tin cup. Then now we know the hallway. Mark it off. Yeah. Like Let it go. The great uh, game of Cluedo that we're playing. So um, yeah, we're in sublight terrain, looking at what we're what we're uh, we're going to look through and what we're going to be talking about today. Let us know what we're going to talk about. And in this episode, we're going to be looking at what we've hobbied. We're going to have a look at some of the new releases that have come our way. We're going to have a look at the Imperialist Warlord stats. We're going to go through our last game. We're going to have a look at some Decurian rules updates. And we're going to have a look at starting our narrative Decurian campaign after that last game. Oh, yeah. Let's go. So with that, let's have a look on what we've hobbied. Ched, what have you hobbied? Um, Well, I've been busy. There's been a bit of a break because summer holidays, isn't it? So... I've not done anything since building my Thousand Sons. But what about you, mate? Uh, I have uh, partly built a Lancer. I, with the new plastic kit that came out, I have partly built two armages as well. So I Two more armages? Two more armages. Now, are you going to put LEDs in these two? Yes. Yeah, you've set yourself a standard now and you've got to go with it. Yeah. Is there going to be... LEDs in the Lancer. Yes. Lovely stuff. So, yeah, well, that was... Are you sticking with green? Yes. Okay. It's the house colour. Ah, oh, of course, of course, because they're all... What house is it? Iondon. Right. I believe. It might not be how you actually pronounce it, but... That's what we're going for. That's what I'm going with. Until someone else says otherwise. Better knowledge and, uh, and yeah, can, can correct us. And a job title, Games Workshop. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. So yeah, it's it's been quite good fun. It's taking a long time. Um, I had some time off, but when I did have some time off, I was exp- I it was I just had the time off at the beginning when the Lancer was announced. It was coming out, but of course I forgot. That's actually a pre-order weekend, isn't it? Mm. So I didn't actually get it to midway through. I was off, which only gave me a week and a bit to do it. When I was expecting, I was like, oh, this is lucky happenstance. So I have two weeks to do it. And then I was looking at it, I was like, oh, I'm also actually going to need some armages. So I also ordered some armages and got them a little bit ahead of time. So I spent the most of the time finishing off the armages before doing the build. And the build nice. took quite a long time. Um, it's quite a big kit. There's a lot there. It's cool. It's quite poseable. Um, intimidatingly so, actually, in some respects. I found that with the Contemptor, that trying to position it is sort of in a lot of blue tech. A lot of blue tech options. Yeah, I can imagine you've d- done similar. Uh, to a certain extent, probably weirdly though, the least amount of blue tech I've used, well, not the least, but I've, I use some, but not to the same extent I've used for a lot of other stuff I've done. So I was like just your entire going, army, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, blue tech first, questions later. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's got okay. It's um, I also have got some Unreal Wargaming bases, which I ordered. So they're going on, it's going on top of those. And I've had to. Base toppers? Uh, they're, the they're, they're just the bases. Oh, no. oh, they're just bases. They're entirely they're big, solid, chunky resin bases. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, what they're like broken cityscape. 
So one of them is trench, two of them are trench warfare. One of them is broken cobblestone, yeah, broken sort of cityscape. Mm. Another one for the other night is um, imperial sort of like cathedral type situation. Right. And I've got a third, a final one for when the next night comes out. Lovely stuff. All so, getting pre-prepared. Trying, trying. But because they're so, and they're really great bases, because they're so uh, detailed, I've had to spend quite a bit of time actually filing stuff down to get the feet to fit ah, where they're going to be. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's like, take that's taken more time. There's a delay in them coming to me. But, yeah, it was it was good. It's been good so far. It's just taken a lot longer. Anticipated. I was hoping to get it done by the time I head off. It's nowhere near done. Um, it's, the legs are built. The body is built. It w- won't take that long, actually, now, once it's there, to sort of put it together, because it, there aren't that many um, panels compared to a Questorus. There's probably less panel work. It's all skeleton, is it? It's all mainly skeleton, yeah. Mm. It's the big boy on the front there. Oh, that geezer. Yeah. Oh, so he's only got like chest bits and the his top yeah. shoulders. And he hasn't got that much on his He's got some on his legs, but mm. um, yeah, it's not as... Well, it doesn't seem as, anyway. It probably is exactly the same number of panels that I think about it, but I've also... Oh, I'm glad we've come to that conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> I've also... I'm trying to um, do them in the same image as my AT ones. To a certain extent, but the problem is, is my AT ones are they're they're using tw- standard twenty eight mil Greek sort of uh, stuff from conversion world. So their spears, spear tips are like oh, the so you'd need a version teardrop. of that but bigger. And I've tried. To, I'm I'm trying to craft one, but it's taking time. In what medium? In milliput and green stuff. Oh. So essentially, I'm basically carving a knife yeah. um, from milliput and green stuff as best I can to the shape. That would only be half the problem, though, even when it's done, because the other half is the shield that I have on those ATs are... Oh, round, like Spartan shields. Traditional Greek shields. Oh, and I have right. looked and I have looked and I cannot find anyone that does anything like that as an Imperial Knight thing. Unless you find someone who prints 28 mil ones and be like I need this scaled up what can you do because surely it's just a setting on the printer to an extent but I think up to a certain point the resolution starts to get a bit weird but it might scale up but it's just trying to find someone then it's the cost of it and all the rest of it so yeah it's another hunting process so for now I hope you got enough milliput then uh, no I don't think I'm going to go that far I think I'm just going to use plastic card yeah plastic yeah but I don't know where if you find me the source where you get good plastic card where? I see everyone use it, but where do I find oh, it? I don't know. Exactly. Never had to use it myself. Exactly. Where do I find this sweet plastic card everyone speaks of? Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm probably going to use another one for now as a placeholder until either someone comes up with it or I find a solution. Um, I'm hoping Taro, Taro Model Maker, actually goes about uh, creating one because someone... Might give him a message. I, I did, I did find a message, but uh, oh, he's again. been uh, a, very busy, a very busy man. Well, pending then. Pending space. Indeed, indeed. Well, so, you mentioned AT, and that's a brilliant segue into our next segment, talking about the Imperialist Warlord stats compared to how we know it in a good old-fashioned Adeptus Titanicus. We've got a speed of four inches, or boosted six inches. Yep. Uh, what we've got, the ranges on the weapons, so the Macro Gatling Blaster, long range 24... 
paired Gatling blasters on top is 24, and so is the Sun Fury. So that's all the same range weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, four dice for a Sun Fury, six for a macro Gatling blaster. And of course, you've got all the track stuff, so you've got the the whole points on the head, body, and legs, and then void shields, reactor, which I'm pretty sure they're not doing right. No, it's none of that. No, no. Yeah. Three plus two... ballistic skills, so there's probably threes to hit. Yeah, I would say so. You've got the command feature, which I doubt you've got now. Maneuver, you can make one turn or two turns boosted. I don't know if that's incorporated. No, so, it's not. So I don't yeah. think it is. It's just they've got two facings, front and back. That's all they have. Right, so it's turning... They haven't really gone into that detail. Okay. Then you can probably just end a move and pivot, right? I would, yeah, I'd imagine so. So for Imperialis, we're looking at a five-inch movement. Which is kind of weirdly right in the middle. Yeah, that's the average, okay. Uh, it's a save of two plus, which there are no saves in that sort of that nice armor tracks. On the void shield, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it has a close assault factor of 14 plus, which is, I think, when you get close to something, it uh, there's, a, there's a new mechanic for that in Imperialis. Like, there's sort of, it isn't like assault. You change profile so that you're within a close factor, and then so certain units have got better or worse of that. So I would say 14 would be low, right, for a warlord? I don't know. Or do you think that's high? I don't know, because there's also like... The... If it's stomping on a tank, then it would be seem high, but if it's fighting another... What's it going to fight? Titans and Knights? Yeah, I don't know, because the, the other thing is the Power Claw has an 18-inch range. The Power Claw? Yeah. Well, I think the point is, at that scale, what it's suggesting is it's like, it's swipe. It's just that big, because it's that tall. I don't oh, know. That's not the that's not the guns in the claw. No, it's just, it just says Ariok Power Claw, 18-inch range. So yeah, the Ariok Power Claw has got an 18-inch range, and it's eight dice, five plus to hit. That's crazy. AP minus one, or AP minus four. I think maybe there's are two different settings. Oh, no, that's got to be that. No, you're right. That's his bolster on the... That's his bolster. Ah, uh, knew it. Because... Yeah, the other thing's got AP minus four, and that becomes engine killer, random wrecker. Okay. I still don't know what any of those mean, but I'm sure that'd be great. No, the special rules will be cool to learn and get into. Yeah. But what is interesting is the weapons is that the paired Gatling Blast is 35 inch range. Which is way longer than the AT counterpart. And has eight dice. Okay, this has 12. So it's giving you more range, but less shots. Yeah. And the Blas- uh, plasma. The plasma is only twenty five inch, so they don't marry up like they used to. No, well that's one inch longer than the AT. How many dice? Three. That's one less. And Interesting. To hit three plus. Does it have the maximum fire rate? It does not. Oh, that's sad. It does not. That doesn't seem to be a thing. Sad. That is sad. Uh, yeah, it's three plus to hit. Yeah, so that's. The Warlord has a ballistic skill of 3+, plus, so I reckon that's the same thing. Yeah, that seems to be the best. Well, saying that, actually, the Bellicose Volcano Cannons are 2+, plus to hit. I mean, that oh. thing is quite scary. The Bellicosa is 70-inch range. Yeah. 2+, plus to hit. You only get one dice, though. Which is yes, that, that rings true of what I remember. Hang on, if I change the weapon option... And with an AP of minus 5, I'm pretty sure that's just a point in delete. You just... Bellicosa, did you say? Yeah, I think you basically have to roll... A six for that. Right, yeah, so long range in 80 is 60, one dice, strength 12. The bl- and now this is a blast weapon as well, a five-inch blast. This is not. 
this is not interesting. So they are you reckon they're doing away with blast weapons? Not entirely, no, because no, because they the templates were shown in the box. Yeah, yeah, quakes blast and uh, the apox missile launches a blast, right, which completely transforms their profile mm. to what they are in AT. Interesting. I'm pretty sure they're not blast for the apox missile launches. No, they could. No, they're not because you can target. You can absolutely target an AT. Sorry for anyone who's listening. In an AT, you can you can target what, like a certain part of the, the Titan's body. It's like you know a weak point. Um, well, you can't do that with blast weapons. But obviously, in Imperialis, it means yeah, they're not they're not blasting AT. Yeah, it means nothing because there's no targeting. They're just a unit. They're basically like really big, twenty eight mil mm. figures. Yeah, just like you know, they're dreadnoughts on steroids. Um, in the current edition. And, uh, Brother, please, another hit. <laughs> I ain't dead yet. Hit me again. Must lift more heretics. And the conversion beam, as I said, is not a beam weapon. No, it doesn't have the beam tray. Uh, I don't even think it has it in AT, but either way, just the idea of it being called a beam converter. And, or, uh, I don't have the stats for that. You'd have to look in the book. I don't think it's even in the book. Cause oh, no, because they printed. came out after, didn't yes. they? Yes. Yes. And I don't have uh, any of those weapons because we went to Warhammer World and they didn't have them. And you didn't buy anything, whereas I did. You did. Oh, no, I brought an, uh, a sheet. Oh, you did? Yes. Um, of Alpha Legion decals, or decals. To smuggle on your nights, no doubt, somewhere. Indeed. Shh. Um, <laughs> Hush, sweet breath. <laughs> close those sweet eyes. Yeah. So, yeah, the... Interesting to see kind of what's next. But what is nice is 600 points. Yes, as opposed to 500 with weapons, actually. So it's probably a 485 or something. Yeah, so 600 points in, in Imperialis, which means that we both have, at the very least, a 600 point of Imperialis ready to go. Yes, I mean, I've got two Warlords built, a Reaver. I think two Reavers and a Warlord. Yeah, I have... Which is a quite... A, Benny, army right there. Yeah, I still don't know how it works though because the way they're talking about it in these articles is that you it's can't all, have just an all Titan Legion. Yeah, it's, it looks like detachment one, so you might only have an allowance for so many Titans and then that's it. Yeah, which but is, I guess you you know there's more stuff to be playing there. Yeah, yeah, I guess uh, it's kind of annoying. Like, I, well, I wonder if you can do a whole night household because that would be cool. That would be cool, and if you can have a night army in Horse Heresy, I would imagine that. That you could do that because it works that way. And they might play much better in this than they do in AT. Potentially, yeah. Because they were, they're a big threat against Titans, Knights are. Yeah, especially melee. But I, I did see something where it's saying everything has its strengths, you know. You don't yeah, want to yeah. not have something. No. But yeah, true. an entire Night Force, I feel like, would definitely crop up if it was allowed. Yeah, it would be cool. I mean, I've recently just painted two more knights that I need to do some weathering on but they're they're good to go two more 80, 80 knights oh right okay um, I need to build one so yeah so I have four 18 knights currently nice I've got two I'll, I'll paint them for Imperialis yeah go for it um, cool yeah so we'll probably start actually sort of throwing in these as we as we do them I know it's been a little bit of time since the last uh, podcast but We'll probably throw some of these Imperialist stuff. Maybe start up a little sub- subsection as we go through, as we are both sort of jumping on the bit to get involved in it. Get on the hype train. Yeah, exactly. Although, 
Although I don't see, will we even be able to do it before November? Unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the whole thing down. <laughs> In summary, it's, I mean, it's a nice idea. The The reason why we say this is because we have a Horace Heresy uh, competition. In, we do. We, that is November, yeah. A narrative. Early November. Yeah. And, Bonfire weekend. Yeah, so bonfire weekend and considering how long it's going to take me to paint things yes though you think epic could be easy because you just spray it a base color and then you know details if you want you've you know if you're doing your space marine men that'll be silver and then your blue yeah layers over that yeah should be a couple of things with an airbrush and then basically it's done yeah yeah you know any little details because it will be so tiny. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to paint the solar auxilla. I'm going to have to do some more. Do some research, mate. Yeah, do some research on that. See what. I mean, they could be any colour. What don't I paint a lot of? Red. Well, you're going to paint a thousand suns, mate. Oh, that's true. I've got them for red. Like candy, candy, red. Brown? Who wants brown? What marines are brown? What solar auxilia are brown? Uh, well, Def Corp or some kind of collection or some kind of situation. Sometimes it feels like there aren't enough colours. Pink. I'll just paint pink. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds horrible. I mean, it depends. Depends what kind of pink they yellow. are. Yellow. I don't paint any yellow. Yeah, good luck. But that's, yeah. Well, you got to paint pink first before you get no, you just, yellow. No, you just do it brown and dry brush it yellow. It'll be fine. Yeah, you could do that. If you'll do some research, have a look through the old, um, some of the old the old heresy books and see what you can do up yeah when were they first brought in were they brought in uh, stuff in one of the black books oh, I don't know that would be a sweet little good yeah they're in the black books 100% okay 100% well that would be a, a Wikipedia hold to fall down a lexicon yeah. hold to fall yeah. down um, I, and speaking of which I did start watching uh, not watching reading the and by reading I mean listening the <laughs> uh, Thousand Sons book oh McNeil which one's first? Burn, burning of Prospero, Prospero Burns or Thousand Suns? That's Thousand the first Thousand. one. Is yeah. it from their point of view or from yeah, the Space Wars? from their point of view. Okay, that's but the one I wanted to get It's in. before, it's before um, Jonathan Keeble takes over and does all of them. Oh, we see. So it's someone else who is pretty someone good. Someone else. But someone else. it's not the same kind of, and he's come straight off doing the one before, which Dark Angels. So it was like I'm oh. I'm hearing the same voices for different characters and it's kind oh, of right, throwing right. me a bit. Yeah. Okay. Like Araman does not sound like Araman to me in my head as yeah. I imagine him. Well, what does a spacious Egyptian wizard sound like? Not like this, Chad. Okay. Not like this. Um, right, yes. But oh, okay. e- equally, like you know, it is is the story's okay so far. Um, but yeah, they they talk they reference a number of. Prosperian, Prosperian, yeah, uh, Imperial Guard regiments or Prosperian, regiments. Okay. So. Oh yes, good shell. Yes, I've still yet to decide what legion I will paint the Space Marines in Imperialis. Anyway, I think it's all down to the special rules. Yeah, you get you're going full tactical rather than with your with your high. You're going. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, now I've got two two legions. It's like, which one do I choose? Do I even choose a third one? But, I don't know. Oh, so you wouldn't go for a third one necessarily? No, not necessarily. Okay. Um, because if we're doing our narrative campaign, then 
if we're scaling up, it'll be useful to have them, right? Yeah, yeah. One of them on in big. I mean, also, like, if we get to a point where we're fifteen hundred, two thousand points, or whatever, and you can, we figure out we can actually smash them out pretty quickly. Then, who's to say we just don't make all kinds of these different types of legions that we need to fit in with our narratives, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, and it's a bit of fun to oh, I'm gonna paint some Raven Guard for some reason. Yeah. Um, although I have, I probably would say they're the 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 one legion I have the least inclination to paint, or just have I have no I don't and then the, because of the one I know the least about. Yeah, and have have never really had any pull to know anything about them. They're kind of like a bit ninjas, aren't they? Yeah, if you're into for good or ill. I mean, no, yeah, not, yeah. no diss. Yeah. No, no, no shade. Every legion's got its kind of theme. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, so very cool. I'm I mean, excited, kind of secretly probably glad that it's been pushed back. But equally, if this if this has come out before. So at the beginning of August, I probably would have jumped on this before I jumped on the ninth. Ah. But then equally would I have, because then we ended up going to this competition. We're going to the narrative event, like we said before, the Horus Heresy narrative event. So that'll be our first narrative event. We've both got to paint 3,000 points worth. Oh, yeah. And um, knights just don't use as many points as you'd like. Um, Which is surprising, but we'll see how they play. Did get confirmation, you can also use a war, Warhound. So. Oh yes, so that's good to know. Although this will be the first, uh, as I understand it, the first uh, event in a very long time that they've allowed knights. Oh, to actually be used. Interesting. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. I think there was some concerns about if they're broken or not. Yeah, but they haven't had a chance to be fielded. I mean, they're not. I think maybe in the f- we have absolutely zero experience of. Oh, previous game uh, version I think in there there was some hijinks that can be had with them but mm. um, yeah after well, I haven't had a chance to play them yet so it'll be interesting to see even what they're like for sure yeah yeah okay moving on so our last game yeah our last game so before we had our holiday break we played a Jakurian with some updated rules. We did. We did. We'll have to merge this together. But we played with some new rules from the old Liber Panoptica guys. We did. So we I we actually didn't realise there'd been an update. Um, so when we came to play the game, we were a bit like, oh, this is cool. Let's mm. have this run with it. So they've now got mission types, which is cool, uh, for Decurion, which weren't there before. They've also now got reactions for Decurion. Which is really cool because we tried to use them sort of using the traditional reactions and it was a bit janky, wasn't it? Is the best way yeah. to describe it. Yeah, it was it was odd. But they've done reactions now which are very similar to the Zomortalis reactions. Um, you've got contact in the movement phase, which is a shooting attack. Um, just snapshots, like them. is it snapshots? Is it snapshots? Let me have. I'm pretty sure it is. I think it's pretty much it. It's yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in the shooting phase, go to ground or reposition. So again, a movement reaction in the shooting phase. And then in the assault phase, you've got hold fast, which is very similar to the brace. Is it brace? Hold uh, the line. Hold the line, yeah. Um, yeah. So it makes it feel more ZME in that respect. And yeah, I think we had a really good time with that game. It was very fun. 
Yeah, it was very cool. It was it was nice to see them sort of being fleshed out. We also, um, we also just to refresh ourselves with the curing because we haven't we haven't played it for a little while. But it was just nice to see them constantly adding stuff. Um, they've also got which we haven't even looked at. They've also got rules to play Eldar. In, uh, yes, this has just come out, hasn't in, it? In Horus Heresy. So that's an interesting take on things. So we haven't looked at those yet, but again, sort of expanding what you can play with and, uh, you know, the variety in units that you can. So if you have an Eldar army, please do check out yeah. um, what's there. And if you've ever been intrigued to, to give Horus Heresy a go... The Liba Antiquia. Jump in, please. Um, and let us know how you, how you found it. Just as, you know, and if, if you're in the local area... Um, around uh, North Hampshire way, throw us a, a message on Instagram, um, and we'll, we're more than welcome to come and uh, have a game with you just to see what it's oh, like. Oh, absolutely! And, that would be really cool to play against. And a, yeah, uh, a little greatest Great Crusade era match. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So the game itself, Chad. Yes, mate. So you, who did you come in with? So I had built my Thousand Suns, um, just enough to fulfil everything. I had a 10-man tactical, then a sergeant from that squad, then I had five guys, support guys, equipped with the Aether Blaster, the the alternate plasma blaster for Thousand Suns, which is shorter range and slightly weaker, I think. Yeah. Um, and then the Kenatai Blades, five of those guys, which... Kicked ass, really. Uh, when I finally got them into... Well, I say finally got them into combat. I was charged by you and a load of power axes, which, because of unwieldy, went last, and I chopped you up before you could even... Absolutely. Score a hit. Absolutely. Uh, Slice and dice me, and they were all veterans as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, took me to pieces. Yeah, that was that was fun. But you, uh, you managed to off my centurion, my hero... With a, a plasma pistol, of all things. Yeah, from a veteran space marine who just popped his head around the corner. So, mm-hmm. essentially, uh, Ched went for the charge on my uh, champion, who I came as my HQ. And my... I vet- failed the charge, did a surge move, and then you brought fell around the corner and then offed me. Offed you, yeah. Just came mm-hmm. around and went... Aether Blasters were cool, though, because I managed to get a snapshot wound on your... On your HQ, yeah, on which my, was well on cheeky. my champion, very cheeky, and, and actually kind of shied me away from them. I uh, literally he did almost did a about face and turned around, and this is the champion we're talking about. Mm. He was trying to get up close, and he was like, "I'm not." Yeah, no, I'm not going that way. I'm not going that it's way. Back the way you came. Yeah, yeah, quite literally. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I, I had a champion, um, uh, squad headhunters, and seven veteran space marines all of them equipped with nemesis bolters yep the headhunters did what they do best and uh, the headhunters were were equipped with uh, multi-melters pretty much as much as I could pack them in um, yeah so when they turned up and they wiped out your mm. Aether squads the, um, yeah there was a I think they did all but one and then there was a bit of a battle there for a little while yeah um, you had some snipers that didn't no, my, my veterans were all nemesis. You have funny luck with snipers. Were all nemesis uh, bolters, but obviously their weapon skill, they're not ballistic skill. And yeah, I just don't, I just can't hit with them. I just, I never do what they need to do. Whenever they do hit, I, I never get a pin. Well, you know, it's just, it, I just have really bad luck with them. I almost feel like you need a squad of 20 of them just to get a chance of, of getting three or four shots. Um, 
So yeah, they weren't they weren't great for me. Whiffed a lot. Yeah. Whiffed a hell of a lot. My time with Psychic Powers was interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. Um, the ones on the blades work well, and the one with the the sergeant to support them worked well. Um, until I did lose a wound on my centurion because of a failed test. I remember that, which is why I think you offed him. You managed to off him because he was a wound down. But you didn't have any of those really across the board. You were very lucky in that. Like, yeah, they weren't I, as scary as they weren't as like, oh god, chance, no. chance, chance. Like, because if if your sergeant does do a, a psychic power and fails, then you can put the wound on in the squad to keep him going. Yeah, just uh, so it depends how ready you are to sacrifice your men. I think one of the uh, the tactical marines, his bold movement when I just ran him round the side, broke him away from the bulk of the squad, which you can do in Jakurian, ran him up the side, charged him, got into combat with your veteran, gave him a wound, and then you were on an objective, and because I was in proximity, denied denied you scoring. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't kill him in return. Yeah. And uh, yeah, denied me from the scoring for a point. Well cheeky, mate. Very cheeky. Um, yeah, he was quickly dispatched next turn by two other people that turned up and like, what the hell is this bloke doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, he did his job well. Really did, really did. Um, oh, you had a heavy bolter as well that was completely only one side of the board, and I had to run my uh, Kenatai blades out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he he, he did more. Trouble. He was doing more work for me than any of the and than the snipers were well, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's a shame that that doesn't have pinning because that would have been a different ball game. Yeah, very true. very true. I remember you trying to charge around the back and I uh, I think, was it you charged at someone? They failed their, that initial hold oh, fast. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Then they ran backwards and then you were sort of out in the open and then I shot you up. Yeah, then you killed me with another bloke who was a bit further away. Mm. And that was just trying to get him off an objective. So although I almost got him off an objective in my turn it uh it wasn't enough and then he was able to mm. to regain it by the end of his turn and yeah. score it back again yeah and ultimately i took the victory didn't i so we'll come back to this but we'll look at uh how we uh will incorporate that into a little thread of our overarching overarching campaign yeah, so it was it was a good game. It was it was good fun. It was nice to see that mission type. Uh, well, see a mission for it. I think yeah, it was, mission for it. It yeah. was a very straightforward one. I think it was just a uh, free objective based, but it gave you some parameters of how to set up the game a bit more clearly, and you know the points points that were required. And there's just it's always nice to see missions in any form. Yeah, there's six missions. It's on a little table. They're all very simple. There's no secondaries. It's just one. Yeah. One. Um, Objective, that's the word. Um, season secure, run them down, linchpin, domination, blood tithe, overrun. And there's the, they've done different deployment maps as well. You can have night fighting or not. Yeah. Um, they're mostly, I think they're done for a 4x4 board, but there was mutterings of a different size board in there, wasn't there? Yeah, well, I think we shrunk ours down because of the, our size was only 500 points. Yeah, it wasn't a lot, was it? So, so we did the four, four by four. Yeah. We're going to, that's it, in the next stage of this, we're actually going to play this and lean more into the ZM and use more ZM rules. So we were looking at how to use the reserve points with Decurion yeah. as a ZM sort of style. So we've settled on after 
big discussion we've settled on basically times in the points you get by 10. So you start with 60 points instead of 6, which allows you to have a trooper from the Decurian orb chart at 5 points, a leader at 15, and a hero at 40. Um, now, if you deploy your hero, your warlord, in the first turn, it's half points, isn't it? In standard ZM, yeah. Yeah. So that would bring it down to 20. Um and I think it makes it difficult enough not to be able to deploy everything. It makes you think about what you're having to deploy, basically. Well, the reason for this is because you get, was it 21 slots? In yes, your... yes, because it's 18 men, two leaders and one hero. And each unit, each man, each individual miniature is a slot. So Yes, you, you... and they're all line. And they're all line. They can all score, so... And you can't deploy, it's not like you can deploy five of them in a squad. Mm. So you're paying for each individual model. Yes. Um, so yeah, you, it's quite a lot of units to bring in. So yeah, we're, we're going to try it out this way, see what it's like. Um, there'll probably be someone out there screaming that why don't you just leave it as it is or, you know, take the minus 10 off. But we just like, we just like fives, tens and fifteens. What's, what's yeah, well, it's a way of upscaling the amount for a small scale game. Yeah. I think is is that's the way I'm going to put it anyway. Yeah, I, I, and I will. Um, I may not believe. Uh, I mean, I, I may not agree with what you're saying, but I will. Uh, well, you know, if we'll, you're right. You're right to say it. We'll so. try it, and if it's um, if it's too uh, convoluted, oh, yeah, well, it's too convoluted, or if it's too make someone too overpowered, then we'll we'll obviously revise it. But you know, if anyone wants to try the same, let us know how you get on. But that's what we're going to try for our next game and keep that little um, thread of our overarching campaign going on. We're going to have to come up with some uh, with some names, some character names, and some. Well, I think your sergeant definitely does it. Well, not sergeant, whatever that trooper was that did that oh, mad dash, deserves yeah. some kind of name. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do some, some you know, like news from the front. Yes. Type situation. Oh, interesting. Uh, at the beginning of each. Uh, Oh, I like that. Of each uh, sort of thing as we go along. Um, but yeah, Jay, do you want to do a quick rundown of what you were saying there of your system with the uh, reps, with the point system, just so people can concisely look at it? So it's oh, okay, so ZM, you get the reserve points. You get six at the start of a game as standard, and then all the units cost something. What's it? A uh, troop's choice is one point. One point, yeah. A, an elite choice is two points. And fast attack also. And fast attack, and then a heavy support is four points, isn't it? Three points. Oh, it's three points. Sorry. Then um, a a warlord, a leader HQ is four, four points to deploy from your pool of six, but if you deploy your warlord in the first round, it's half, so it goes down to two, and then every subsequent tw- turn you'll get two more extra points. So that's why we decided to, when using this for Decurion, we're going to up it to. 60 points a trooper individual is worth 5 points a leader is 15 and a hero is worth 40 points and of course your hero the warlord if you deploy him in the first turn will go down to 20 points so you could potentially deploy him for 20 points and then 5 men that's 25 plus no let's not do maths (laughs) so if it's 60 points you're playing with 20 points you can get 8 men there you go um, so here, yeah, here for twenty, and then eight men for five points each. Yeah. Uh, so you've got at least some squad to start moving around and and, and do yeah. some stuff. Well, we're gonna 
see how it goes because that's basically half your army mm. at least on the field um, and then it's down to you because obviously the other side with these reinforcement points is where you deploy them yes. also increases the cost of where they're going to be yeah. and where they are and you're only still only going to get 20 points per is it 10 points or 20 yeah, points yeah 20 points 20 each points. time 20 points each time so and some of that yeah we'll have to look at that uh, the cost of bringing them on per battlefield age goes up doesn't it your opponent's zone and then on the flanking zones on the side yeah so I would say for that would you just you just do it yeah just use the equivalent yeah so but that should make things interesting yeah definitely um, so yeah please please do uh, give it a go if you if you uh, like the look of it um, and if not uh, we'll keep you up to date anyway regardless if you like the look of it or not what I'll do <laughs> is I'll post our version of those rules on the various socials nice for reference Nice. Yeah, cool. Nice. Um, excellent. And uh, yeah, and the reason why we actually got into this in the first place, thinking about this ZM side, it was just because how close the reactions are that they put yeah, into the Yeah, it really felt like a ZM game with some different kind of missions and stuff. So I'd still like to incorporate what they've done with the Jakiri and especially the missions, especially because it's really good for a quick evening game, just having the 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 main objective and no secondaries yeah definitely and you can bring it in literally a pencil case 10 mm. men or 20 men even you know you can bring it in a yeah yeah very, a very small carry case it's good just for a quick one whilst feeling like you've completed a full game of something okay so what happens next Chad we're going to roll we're going to roll for our campaign conditions as we're starting so we're using the Zone Mortalis campaign condition, which is on page 202 of the uh, Siege of Cthonia. And we're going to be bold. We're going to be very bold here and go for the character fatality table. We are going to use the Zone Mortalis campaign conditions found on page 202 of Siege of Cthonia. Um, and we're going to roll. Now, does everyone roll? Yes. Both players roll. So I get plus one because I was the victor. Uh, you roll first as it's there in front of you. Okay, so as the loser, I'm rolling, and I got a three. No one loses, mate. We're both playing Horus Heresy. That's true. That's true. In the story, that was a win-win. We had to. Uh, we had to fall back. We had to fall back. Yes. Um, so you got three. So that is flank assault. Reinforcements are poured in from adjacent sectors in a bid to gain control of this region. So, for the duration of the following mission, it costs this player minus one reinforcement points to deploy a unit on the flank edge as part of counter assault. That's very interesting. Ooh. So that would probably be minus one with our times by 10. That would be a minus 10. Yep. So that's Checks good. Out. Yeah. It's very uh, Alpha Legion-y. Love the, love the flank assault. Very very nice. Very nice. Let me, let me now lean across. Oh, he's got a bloody six. And with my plus one, committed to victory. This is the one I read to you earlier. This is the... Uh... Wait, hang on. <laughs> following following the victory over enemy forces within the sector, troops rush into the fray in an attempt to overwhelm and sweep away all resistance in a decisive action. So, set the starting amount of reinforcement points available to this player during the next battle to 10. After the opposing player wishes to deploy no more units, this player must continue to place units until they have no remaining units. Have expended all 10 reinforcement points 
or do not have sufficient, re sufficient, sufficient reinforcement points to deploy another unit. Exactly. So I've got to do everything, deploy everything basically in one go. Well, you'll have 100 points. Yes. So in our system, you have 100 points to... Which I think should clearly... Definitely be, be up everything. there, yeah. Absolutely. Well so well, that will be a good indicator if it's a bit broken or not. But yeah, very cool. Having ten points in a normal ZM game instead of the usual six, yeah, that's four extra. So if you wanted a heavy support or another HQ that allows you to do that, yeah, I mean it'd be quite chunky. It'd be mm. quite a lot of you know. Or that's four more troop choices. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of a lot more men on the on the field. Yeah. Um, but also you have to use it all then so you have to expend it all right and it changes to zero yes. you can't keep any extra no I don't believe you do which I guess kind of evens out a little bit because if you still had like 10 in reserve you could just bring in something really big and nasty on the other side of the table right yeah you still can in that but obviously it'll cost you more um, yes yeah exactly cool. you can e either bring a bigger thing oh what's a Primark isn't that a Primark eight. Oh, there you go eight points so that would allow you to bring a Primark if you had one. But it does, he would count as your Warlords because he has to. Yes. So does that mean he gets to go in for four? Yes. Mm. Uh, well, only if you use him on the first turn anyway. Yeah. And this obviously standard ZM rules. Um, but I was just thinking you can't deploy outside of your edge, I don't think, in the first turn. No, you? you can't. Which is good again. So yeah. yeah. Cool, very cool. So we've had the conditions. That's the first of our Are you writing these down? No, but I remember them. Um, they're pretty obvious. You've got the really big 10 one and I'm the flanky, sneaky one. Yeah. Um, and if not, uh, listeners, next time we, we go to it and I go, I've forgotten, you can all chastise me. Yeah. I can take seven penance or whatever else I need to do. So Turn the, me into a servitor. Yeah, absolutely. You'll be counting bullets <laughs> Straight for the rest of your days. Um, okay, cool. So we are now into the next chart that we're going to pull from. What page is this from, Chad? So on 141, page 141, there is a character fatality, and in a move of good faith, I have opted to uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll on the uh, character fatality table as my uh, warlord was murdered mercilessly with a plasma pistol by a little by a, the sergeant who could yes yes he could that day nothing for the rest of the game except coming around a corner and seeing some crazy thousand sun charging at his champion and yeah got it in the old you know proper like western from the, from yeah. the holster shot from the hip and yeah took him out so I'm gonna have a roll on this please give it a good roll I've just rolled a six so this is bad in that I'm now gonna roll low but I do get a plus one because I was ultimately victorious. What have we got there? Four. Plus one. So that is shaken. Yeah, four and five, shaken. So that's a minus one to leadership. So that could be interesting because a centurion is nine, eight, nine? Nine, I think it is. Mm. Unless it's a chaplain, which goes up to ten. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's nine. Um, it's going to be interesting, especially for your psychic powers because leadership's yes. pretty important for yeah, you guys. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it's leadership nine. So that drops you to a sergeant. Mm. Um, cool. I don't. We hit. So okay. So this is some inside baseball here, or whatever it is, uh, sausage machine. Um, yeah. Seeing how the sausage is made, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The um, we're not totally sure. You're hitting on me. <laughs> always. Uh, I don't know how you take them away. Take what away? The effects. Oh, it's just for the next battle. 
Is it? I will read. Okay. Shaken. This model suffers a modifier of minus one to its leadership characteristic in the next battle where it is selected as part of an army in this campaign. Okay, cool. So the next battle, that's fine. This penalty will be in effect in every following battle until the controlling player wins a battle in which this model has been deployed. Oh, there you go. So you have to win for it to go away. Nice, okay. Well, it's going to be interesting then. You hopefully have a decent advantage with your last roll. Uh, yes. Or advantage or just an interesting starting point. Uh, ten deployment ten points. Ten deployment points. Uh, or reserve points, isn't it? And then, yeah, but he's uh, minus one to his leadership. Yeah, so an interesting combination. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, I mean, again, one of the great things that this new book has enabled is more campaign stuff and long may, it, long may it rain, long may it continue. Yeah, very interesting to see these sort of campaign rules. Uh, there's lots more. There's stratagems if you're playing normal games. Um, and one of my favourite things is the environmental effects, which we must start making use of. Great chat, mate, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to get there if you were going to be turning out. And here I am. Um, so things like hardened barricades, subterranean tunnel, unstable environment. Oh, yes. Look at this. Ceiling collapse, structural tremors, more pit. Love that. Promethium condenser tank. You stay away from my more pit. Yeah, which is like if you're just shooting around stuff. Might have to designate some scenery, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Random explosions, love that. Yeah, who, who doesn't love, you know, shoot the red barrel? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly that, isn't it? Exactly, perfect, perfect. I think, again, it's it's all just adding that, that um, texture and that, that mm. interest into what makes Horus Heresy. Yeah, know, definitely. Our, our chosen game system. Um, and it only improves the narrative. So, yeah, uh, we look forward to updating you as we come along with that. We'll keep you apprised on how our point system, our reinforcement point system is coming along. And, um, yeah. We'll Next game, he stabs me in the ribs. <laughs> with a pen. With a little twist. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He strangled me with a tape measure. <laughs> it doesn't work, Chet. It doesn't work. <laughs> you brought this into life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, I think then we will wrap it up here, unless you have anything else to say, Chad, about Horace Heresy. Obviously, your wild political views cannot be voiced in this uh, in this podcast at this time. Damn it! Why can't I have the platform? <laughs> you never can. <laughs> never give this man a platform. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? You have nine weeks to paint three thousand points. Oh God, that's crazy. You know what is crazy? Rolling for perils of the warp, because everybody loses their minds. Thank <laughs> you.